Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. The Annie Fry Show YouTube live chat poll of the day is sponsored by Ruler Foods. Low prices, no coupons. Ruler Foods. That is exactly what I needed to hear. Thank God someone here knows what they're talking about. That's us. That's right. Gotta love this American ride. All right, you need to take the time and get the full picture. the ladies. I mean, they rev my engine, but they don't belong in the newsroom. It is Anchor Man, not Anchor Lady. Goodness sake, kid. Keep your voice down. Your father's listening to the radio. I'm not America's This is the Annie Fry Show. Dean Phillips talks about this on the trail, and he talks about how Democrats demean MAGA voters. He talked about it with me today, saying that, you know, it's just strange that they're talking about a, a group of voters like that. And, and, and I don't think it's narcissism. I think if it's you've lived in New York long enough. You know, it's maybe a New York thing. Someone punches you, you punch him back hard. So that's Charles Payne responding to Brett Baer last night. This panel that they had after the results came in was a very interesting panel. And I think it's something that we need to be paying more attention to as this race progresses because we we can see the absolute, absolute uh, hatred, disgust that the people in the left-wing media have for Donald Trump. But I really think it's more than that, and they really dove Carter, into it. That's why I grew up in Harlem. Not so. as the country's at stake, right? He, won, he became president of the United States. Uh, with that same personality. I, I don't think that, you know, he, listen, I think it's worse with Biden calling MAGA. Biden's anger and vitriol and hatred for MAGA is far more worse than President Trump's individual battles with someone who crosses him. So I want to pause it there because this has got another uh, couple minutes to it. But the 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 biggest thing, and when we spoke with Robert C. Cahaley earlier, who pulls these issues, I asked him, what is the best thing going for Joe Biden? Like what issue really is a winning issue for Joe Biden? And he said, abortion still matters. And he said, it's a fear tactic when it's employed. But then he also said the idea that that the conversations about Donald Trump being a dictator and, and about how like dangerous he is and the, what the left leaning media levies against Donald Trump every day, all day, is this idea that Donald Trump is dangerous. They try to make him scary. And so they put all of this attack 
on Donald Trump. But what we hear with Charles Payne here is he flips the script on this. And I think it's really important to not miss this particular issue while the political conversation is going on, which is they say Donald Trump is scary. But then you listen to what Joe Biden says about MAGA voters. That's not about Donald Trump. That's Joe Biden coming after maybe you. That is something that is really detrimental to this country, that the president of the United States despises half of the United States. President Biden, I I said earlier today, I just from about a week ago, I had a segment coming up, so I I Googled Biden hates MAGA. Nothing but articles after articles after articles. He has expressed hatred for half of the country. It doesn't matter. Because because the bottom line is he says it. He has vitriol for them. And so does MSNBC and so does CNN and so does the New York Times. They have vitriol for half of the nation. They don't look at them like fellow Americans. And it's unfortunate. They try to paint them as racist. That all the things that they do to their fellow Americans who simply want a safe home, a safe community for the children have prosperity. They want the same thing, but they demean them all the time. That's why I think Phillips was so intriguing because he went to a rally to find out for himself. And guess what? Golly, these are some pretty cool people. They're just like us. That's exactly what Jamie Dimon said this week as well. So that's, that's Charles Payne talking about Dean Phillips, who, what did he get, 20% last night? Almost. In New Hampshire? Just shy, yeah. Uh, against write-in candidate Joe Biden and then also also Marianne Williamson, who's still there. Dean Phillips is a congressman, and he's out there saying, listen, I know nobody knows who I am. More people know who I am now than they did 10 weeks ago. But we have to wake up to the situation that the Democrats are in with President Joe Biden as the leader of our party. Dean Phillips went on to say that he went to a Trump rally and he met some people these very people that when you listen to Joe Biden, I, I assume he's trying to attack Donald Trump. He's not attacking Donald Trump. He hates you. They hate you. They put you in a box to make it easy to classify you as a bunch of really, really terrible things. And interesting and interestingly enough, Dean Phillips, the guy who is challenging Joe Biden, the incumbent, the current president of the United States, went to a rally and met some of you. We have a crisis of participation. And I got to tell you guys, I went to a Donald Trump rally a couple nights ago. Never been to one. Uh, I had an event across the street. I saw the line of people waiting in the cold for hours. And I thought, what the heck? You know, I'm going to be a leader who actually invites people, doesn't condemn them. Met probably 50 Trump people waiting in line. Every single one of them, thoughtful, hospitable, friendly. All of them so frustrated that they feel nobody's listening to them but Donald Trump. A diverse crowd, people who had never been to a Trump event before. My party is completely delusional right now. That's quite a statement. And that's not a statement from Sean Hannity on Fox News. That's not a statement from Tucker Carlson, not on Fox News, or some sort of far right wing uh, MAGA hat wearing Trumper. That's the guy who's challenging Joe Biden in the Democrat Party for the nomination from the Democratic Party to be the president of the United States. He says his party is delusional, and he is correct in that. Jessica Tarloff responded. This was kind of a go back and forth between Charles Payne and Jessica Tarloff. And gosh, Charles Payne, when he gets into it, he gets into it. There's no pulled punches. 
it's you can feel the emotion that he he certainly believes what he's saying. He's not speaking on behalf of anyone else. And I I relate considerably to what he is talking about when you listen to the way Joe Biden and the people who are surrogates for Joe Biden speak about those who might support Donald Trump. Listen to Jessica Tarlow. That's completely fine. And I know that the lines have shifted dramatically. And But Joe Biden's responsible for a lot of that. You say that he's demeaned half the country. First of all, it's 74 million people that voted for Donald Trump. And he is explicit every time he talks about the MAGA movement to say that this is a subsection of the Republican Party, which is borne out in elections when you see people voting against Donald Trump. And this idea that but what about the, the people voting Democrats... for him? What about the people voting for yeah, him? He I'm gives teleprompter on. speeches. I, I mean, you have to understand. Yes, that it's... but he is talking about insurrection. No, he is, no, yes, he no. is. No, no, no. He Why might, is he talking about January 6th? And he calls he says Donald MAGA like it's a swear Jessica, word, you know, he a, a, a slogan. If you get called regularly, he's and which Democrats do, thugs, he's a commander pedophiles, Why can't he call the border a crisis while he's, while he's denigrating That's and castigating Americans? No, no, the voters are talking about that, no, Jessica. But excuse this me, point is about demeaning voters. The President of the United States, a commander in chief, went to Philadelphia a year and a half ago with a Marine posted behind. Him I saw and gave a decidedly political speech where he insulted a, a large part of the country. And I've said many times on this network, and I'll say it again tonight, if people, a lot of people, spend a fraction of the time that they spent obsessing over Donald Trump, the person, learning one thing about the Trump voter, things may be very different. This is Joe Biden's version of Hillary's deplorable and irredeemable. It's true. Uh, once again, uh we we see an instance where one thing is said joe biden is repeatedly attacking maga supporters he's not talking about maga supporters who are insurrectionists which on its own is baloney sausage he's lumping people together anybody who would be maga and you know we've done polls like this before I'll probably do it again here soon because we haven't done one in a while. And I think that it'd be interesting to see the reaction of our audience here, both on the air on 97.1 FM Talk and on the Annie Fry YouTube channel. The idea of like, are you MAGA? Well, you'd have to ask yourself, what is MAGA? I would say I am. But I got people who tell me every day that I'm a Trump hater. Are you MAGA? I would have to say that I am. because I never seek out the label. But if you gave the attributes, I would say, well, I am those things, so I guess I am. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I'm MAGA. I mean, I want to see the best for this country. I want to put America first. I want to make America great again. So Simple. I'm, yeah. So if you're if if you are the things that Brad is describing there, like you said, Ryan, if you were to list out the attributes of what it means to be MAGA, then we all in here would say, yeah, we absolutely are. But when Joe Biden says MAGA, he's not talking about those things. He's talking about people who are dangerous. He's saying MAGA and redefining what it is so that he can make it a bad word, so he can make it something people aren't wanting to associate themselves with, at least not publicly. Maybe in a safe room where it's just the three of us here talking and nobody else can hear what we're saying. We would say, well, yeah, I'm totally, totally for Donald Trump. Joe Biden's a train wreck. And there are, pl- there are people who would, in safe company, admit, yeah, I'm voting for Donald Trump. 
But they want to make it something that you don't speak out loud, that you're not going to put out there for the world to hear, because then that makes the movement on the MAGA side look like it's catching some steam, especially if you're somebody who has watched what they've done to Donald Trump, the way they've attacked him, they've lied about him, they've used every resource at their hand uh, unethically so to try to marginalize him. There are people who can see that and say, I'm not really fighting for Donald Trump, but I am for fighting against the man. And big leftist Democrat government is the capital M man right now. And I mean it in the most patriarchal sense possible. So if that means that you're going to come out this time and you're thinking, you know what, I know that they're screwing with him. And I do know that my my, you know, personal finances were doing much better under Donald Trump. And I think that covid kind of screwed him in the end. And I don't love everything he does. And you give all the qualifiers as to why you're not like wearing navy suits and red ties and white shirts to work every day with a red hat on to show everyone how Trumpian you are. Yeah, you're going to vote for Donald Trump. They can't have those people. That's the most dangerous thing to Joe Biden and the Democrat Party right now is to have those people come out and say, yeah, I'm, I'm for Trump now. Because if you're for Trump capital N-O-W, that means something has shifted and changed. In the last four years when Joe Biden was the president, that means Joe Biden did that to you. That means Joe Biden turned you MAGA. And it's happening. And the worst thing that can happen is you speak about it. So they continue to try to make it a four-letter word so that you won't want to be associated with it. And it is a slur. Joe Biden is absolutely using it as a slur towards people. But we're supposed to believe that Donald Trump is the one who's hateful and divisive. Joe Biden is only hateful and divisive to the American voter. And the people who prop him up in the left-wing media make sure that you don't hear anything different from Donald Trump. They put all of the words into his mouth. They keep you from being able to consume what Donald Trump has to say in the context that he says it. Because if, if they allow you to consume it, you might start thinking for yourself. And for the Democrats and their machine, their operation, the worst thing that could happen is that you start thinking for yourself. Yeah, it's always the same phrase, too. It's extremist MAGA Republicans. It just rolls right off of his tongue in speeches. I mean, almost every time well, he speaks. And it's not just Joe Biden. It's it's Hakeem Jeffries. I can't, it's pull everybody. A, I can't pull a Jeffries clip without him going out in front when he gives one of those little press conferences like the extreme MAGA Republicans want to secure the border. They yeah, won't give us the it's money. It's Jamie Raskin. It's yeah, Corinne Jean-Pierre. It's it is everybody. Thing. It's Chuck Schumer. They're all saying it. And it's just it's just to elicit a feeling in you to get you to go, Ugh. I just I don't necessarily identify. I don't like that. I may not like Joe Biden, but I definitely don't like that. It makes me feel a certain way. Yeah. And like they they attacked they attach that extreme to the front of it. And it, it serves two purposes. It's plausible deniability. It's like, well, we aren't talking about all Republicans, just the extreme ones. But then off the other side of their mouth, they're like, they're all extreme. Yeah, other than Liz Cheney and Mitt yeah, Romney. That's it. George Conway. Yeah, give that's me a it. break. And they'll talk about it in any scenario possible, too. I mean, you're talking during budget battles, which most Americans are like, yawn. <laughs> They're like, well, I'm not getting my way. It's because of extreme MAGA Republicans like Mike Johnson. <laughs> I mean, they throw it around like it's candy all the time, and it's very divisive. What it, what has MAGA done to hurt this country? I The left would say January 6th. 
That's what they would say. I almost said something in FCC won't let me say. <laughs> it was it was right on the tip of my tongue. But that's what they want you to think of anytime they say MAGA is those mm-hmm. issues that they, by the way, only selected certain things that you could see from on January 6th with their commission. That's what they want you to see. That's very, very specific. Aside from that, MAGA, as far as policy goes, has done all positive things. What a psyop. Isn't it's, it amazing? It's un, it's unbelievable if you pause to sit there and think for a second. Because, no, I don't think January 6th was the worst day in our country's history, not even freaking close. I don't think it was the disaster uh, insurrection that the leftists... I mean, it's amazing to think about how bad an actual violent insurrection would be should it materialize and how 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 damaging it would be to our democratic republic it's actually amazing to sit and think if that actually materialized the way the left wants you to think that it did how damaging it would be to our democratic republic and yet they hang their hat on it every time every opportunity they get they want you to think that it happened the way that they say that it happened they want you to think that there are People in our country that simultaneously support Donald Trump that are only interested in overthrowing the government. It's the only way the context mm-hmm. and, the, and, and the, the, the pounding of the table of Donald Trump wanting to be a dictator and never leave office. It's absolutely absurd. I mean, if your pea brain only thinks that that is what Donald Trump is actually trying to do, which is to run the country as the dictator yeah. uh, for, for the end of all time. Say that in the same sentence where you remind us that he's almost 80 and close to dead. <laughs> and in the same breath where you accuse us of being ageist by questioning whether or not uh, Joe Biden somehow or another has the mental acuity or not to continue to be the president. Of the we'll United teach States. Donald Trump a valuable lesson. Don't mess with the men in America unless you want to get the benefit. Don't mess with the lemon. <laughs> we all have eyes and ears. And we all have brains, some more prominent than others, and we can see what's going on. And as Ryan said, they need to make you feel a certain way because your reaction on your emotion is all they have, which is why it ramps up the closer you get to Election Day, because you will react immediately on your emotion. And in time, you will react to your sensibilities of the emotion and how it plays out when you have time to process it and think about it. The, the hateful, divisive people in this country are those who are operating this Biden administration who won't answer questions, who are destroying our sovereign nation by not protecting our southern border, who are working their way in between parents and their children, in between parents and their children's education, who are working their way in between you and your religion, who are working your way their way into things that you know to be scientifically, biologically, factually true. They're turning everything on its head upside down so that you can't tell what is up from down and left from right. And then they try to scare you because everything is so unearthed and unstable that they make you afraid so that you rely on them to fix the problem that they created. I I feel as though we're getting a, a little malaise from the up and down of it. And people are remembering... I do know what four years of Trump was like. I was there. And I do know what four years of Biden is like. I am here. And one is incredibly preferable over the others. No matter what you're telling me, 
that I should think, feel, and believe. People are going to be able to make that decision for themselves. I think it was Andy, or no, it was Robert Cahaley, I think, who said we've never had this much of an A-B mm-hmm. decision to make in an election. You know what you're getting with both. I like when Jim Carafano highlights that, too, because he does. He says it's, it's never been clearer the different visions that exist for America. Let's take a quick break. We'll get more of your responses on this and our YouTube live chat poll when we come back. Why is Nikki Haley staying in the race? That's the question we're asking you on the Annie Fry YouTube channel. Is it because she can win? Is it because she wrongly thinks she can win? Is it because she's collecting donor money still or that she's a Democratic plant? Chris said, I think she still has a chance. I think she thinks she still has a chance. That's the different. That's the second option. Uh, Ripper said maybe it's wrong thinking, but maybe she thinks lots can happen by the end of Super Tuesday. So if the money is there, she thinks it's worth it. She is young enough to run in four, eight or 12 years. And Andrew said she's only in it for the money. Now she really thinks she's going to still win. Let's know what you think on the Andy Fry YouTube channel. Come leave us a comment, leave a vote. We'll be back in just a minute. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back to the Andy Price Show, the YouTube live chat poll. Why is Nikki Haley staying in the race? Is it because she can win? She wrongly thinks she can win. Or she's collecting donor money, or she's a Democratic plant. Uh, Frank Belleville said, I chose a third option on the poll, however, I actually think it's a combination of the third and fourth option and collecting donor money, and she's a Democratic plant. Uh, Ender said, as much as I wanted to say Democratic plant, I think it's just more to get donor money, namely a number of them being Democratic donors. And Amy said, it's a tough choice between... B and D, her wrongly thinking she can win and she's a Democrat plant. She's definitely a Democrat plant, and she very naively thinks she can win. Keep sending us your comments on the Andy Fry YouTube channel and your votes. We'll get to those results at the end of the show. You guys do re- reusable bags when you go to the grocery store? Sometimes. When I go to Ruler, I do sometimes. Ruler Foods, uh, sponsor of the show, is one of those places where you bring your bags. They don't. They save. You save a ton of money by shopping there, but they also you bag your own stuff. 
you can put it in boxes that you get at the store, which yeah. is what we always do. And their bags are big and they're like 10 cents. So when I remember to, I do, but I, I'll just usually take their bags because it's not a big deal. Uh, what about you? Uh, Terry does um, until she runs out of bags. Like we don't have enough reusable bags to get all the groceries into. So because you hate the environment. Yep. Okay. So we just don't love it enough to mm-hmm. buy more reusable bags. So do you go to this when you go to the store? Do you get the plastic? You just get them and yeah, whatever. Do either of your areas charge for plastic bags? I know an area that does, and I don't shop does. there. I do. I hate shopping there for that reason. I don't know. Edwardsville charges ten cents a bag. I don't think O'Fallon does. I think it's specific to the the particular store. I have to be in the hugest hurry of hurries to pay for a bag. I get so mad. I get so mad when I shop in Edwardsville. Is it what they want? You to not is like how uh-huh. do you stick it to the man? Not buying bags and working into their system or paying for bags and using plastic There's bags. No, it, they, they leave me no options. I'm not going to win against their st- stupid crap. Just collect you just pay for 10 bags and then just like throw, throw them in the air. In, and yeah, leave. throw them in the ditch. <laughs> oh, no. Or bring all my bags from Collinsville to Edwardsville and then throw them in your ditches. I don't <laughs> recommend. I don't recommend Ryan's that. Ryan's a Blade Runner. Yeah, this Collinsville Edwardsville thing is getting out of hand. This is like Illinois, where'd you go to high school nerd talk? Yeah, exactly. Mm. Collinsville Cayhawks and the Edwardsville Tigers. Stupid Edwardsville. <laughs> I would say stupid Collinsville, but I send my kids. Yeah, those, yeah. those two are those two are fighting over Edwardsville and I Collinsville. And I do us not. People in O'Fallon are just I went to Edwardsville High School for one year, and I don't have a. I never. I played three sports at Edwardsville High School. I was a Tiger. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. I'm Amy. 39 years old. I do not care. Okay, she was good. A lady Tiger. I want the Edwardsville. No, it's just a Tiger. Thanks, though. <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, lady tigers, you know what you call them when you see them? Tigers. Tigers. <laughs> you don't. Cougars. You don't go to the, you know, that's something else. I was a cougar, too. We've had that conversation. Oh, yeah, that's I right. was a cougar. That's right. Um, I was an eagle, I was a tiger, and I was a cougar, which are all three pretty sweet. If you go to the, if you go to the zoo and you see the tigers, you don't go, oh, look at the lady tiger. You just say, look at the freaking tiger. So they're tigers. I don't know. I sometimes say, look at the lady tiger. Yeah. You he, would. he gets upset with me. <laughs> like, I'm a boy. Sorry, I can't tell. Um, this is kind of interesting. New Jersey banned retailers from providing single-use plastic bags to customers in 2022. So they banned them. In, in, in Edwardsville, you can still use them. You should just feel shame when you do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to say, though, when I go to a place like Trader Joe's, I like the paper bags better. They're just more functional. Trying to get, when you're doing the self-checkout, which is all of them now, if you're trying to get a paper or a plastic bag off of that thing when it's the new roll. You have to lick your fingers. It's terrible. It's so hard. And then you end up wasting like four or five bags trying to get one to work. So you got that gallon of milk in the bag with just like six bags hanging out. Yes. You got to put the gallon of milk in like three bags. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Plastic consumption in New Jersey spiked by nearly three times following the state's implementation of a strict ban on oh, single-use plastic shopping bags. Uh, a study found, according to Fox News, <laughs> following New Jersey's ban of single-use bags to ship from plastic film to alternative bags resulted in nearly three times increase in plastic consumption for bags. Fredonia Custom Research, a business research division for MarketResearch.com, reported in a study published this month, New Jersey implemented a ban on single-use plastic bans in 2022, the strictest ban on bags in the nation at the time, billing it as an effort to cut back on the plastic one-use bags piling up in landfills. 
the ban took effect in May of 2022, forbidding larger retail grocery and food service stores from providing single-use plastic bags to customers. Instead, shoppers may purchase reusable bags made of woven and non-woven polypropylene plastic or can bring their previously purchased reusable bags to the store. According to Fox News, didn't take long, however, until shoppers started airing their grievances to local media that the reusable bags were stacking up in their homes due to repeatedly purchasing reusable bags at the grocery store or due to home grocery <laughs> delivery services yep. using new reusable bags each drop-off. I think we all have our place for reusable bags. Yes, we it's, do. It's the corner of your dusty home where you lie your good intentions. <laughs> yes. And they give them out much more in places where they know people use them more, too. Like parades. They're just giving them out at random events. So they probably are making more of them. Some Jersey lawmakers soon acknowledged the issues of shoppers not reusing the reusable bags and simply throwing them out, floating proposed amendments that have since apparently stalled, such as requiring home delivery services use cardboard boxes or paper bags instead of heavily reuse or heavy reusable plastic bags. Instead of having the intended beneficial impact on the environment, the reusable bag ban has actually backfired. Plastic consumption in the state nearly tripled with New Jerseyans previously consuming 53 million pounds of plastic before the ban compared to 151 million pounds following the ban. Reusable bags made of non-woven polypropylene, I hope I'm saying that right, are much thicker than the typical single-use plastic bags typically found at grocery and convenience stores using roughly 15 times the amount of plastic, the study reported. So you'd have to use that bag 15 times to break even. How Amazing. Many, how many times do you reuse your reusable bags? I'd say about five before I end up accidentally trashing it. Though the bags are built for repeated shopping trips, most New Jerseyans only reuse the bags two or three times before they're discarded. That makes sense. That's hilarious. <laughs> and, and, it's and people have ridiculous. People have pointed this out too that if you're trying to cut down on just plastic bags, that kind of plastic bag, if that's your only goal, I guess this probably in the long run works. But if your goal is to cut down on plastic usage, then you're going to have to start telling people they can't have milk in jugs. You have to take a wooden bucket to the Glass. store. Or glass. You have to you have to do all these other things. Probably not a wooden bucket. You can't get your salad in that bag anymore. You have to take a a paper bag to get your salad. You know, there's so much plastic in the store already that cutting one aspect of plastic out of that store visit I, is not doing I anything. I mean, if you just stop and think about it, wherever you're sitting and listening to us now, scan the area and try and count how many items made with plastic are in that area. And ban one of them and think you're making a yeah. huge difference. Yeah, it's it's outrageous. And like this is so like we're we're going to do something good for the environment. We're going to ban bags made out of plastic and we're going to like compel people to use reusable bags. Now people are throwing out reusable bags and they've used more plastic. <laughs> this is how democratic policies fix things. They they start with good intentions and they make things worse because you can't look like 5 seconds down the road and see what people are going to do. It's awful. The, the the most offensive thing to me is the length of disruption that big government is willing to engage in without actually having results, provable results that their elitist virtue signaling measures that they can impose upon you. Three freaking times the use of plastic since 2022. Slow clap. 
<laughs> for it's, New Jersey. It's so high it's, freaking uh, five. It's funny, but it's also when you find one of these things in its infancy and you tr- start trying to make these arguments, it's so frustrating uh-huh. because you're looking down the road and going, hey, I'm telling you in five years, you're going to make the problem worse by doing this and cost everybody more money. Uh, it doesn't matter. We feel good that's about like, it. That's like objection. That's a slippery slope argument. <laughs> it's like, no, it's not. Logical it's really fallacy. <laughs> it's it's funny. I, I don't know. It's not funny. I, I'm, I, I will say, too, I'm somebody who drives past massive landfills every day on 5570 coming in. They are ironically located across the street from Cahokia Mounds, which is a nationally recognized historic site that I respect for what it is and what that area meant um, in our country's history. And the landfills are so tall that they've changed the skyline, the eastern to western facing skyline, to see the city of St. Louis, the landfills block the arch. I will. I have changed the way that I approach recycling, which is like its own scam. It, I, we I, we should do a deep dive on that. Except yeah. for yeah. I don't have the resources. <laughs> Let's just watch Penn and Teller do their episodes on that. The the way that I utilize things, or that I'm interested in reusable things. It's because I see it every day. I know that it makes a difference for me to drink out of this Annie Fry Show tumbler that Ball's fan of the show uh, graciously got us. If I were to bring a water bottle in every day, a plastic water bottle in every day, this is a more sensible use and, and method for me to drink water. And I can do that. And if it was inconvenient for me at first, it's very easy for me to do it now. It changed my habits. I've used uh, like Yetis before. But I'm willing to make those changes. But it was my choice to make that change. And I can see the difference that it's making. The New Jersey legislature making a, a, they're forbidding the use of plastic to save the world. And they made it three times worse. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's so funny because you can apply it to so many different, especially economic issues that Democrats try to meddle in. Uh, electric cars being one that they're oh, doing man. right now. It's not the exact same, but it's going to be similar. You know, the, the you let the market dictate it, and it'll happen. We're in our, in our infancy with a lot of these technologies. Don't force them, and they will happen. The YouTube live chat poll, why is Nikki Haley staying in the race? Well, Sherry just commented, and she said, I voted third because with politicians, it's always about money. Sherry says she's still in the race to collect donor money. That's one of the four options that we have for you on the YouTube channel right now. Go tell us what you think. Leave a comment. We'll give you the results when we come back. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. 
Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Welcome back. Before we get to the results of today's YouTube live chat poll, why is Nikki Haley staying in the race? You go to the Annie Fry YouTube channel. In the live chat portion, you can vote in that. Uh, seven things boomers still spend money on that millennials and Gen Z don't. Let's hear it. I'll be curious to see how many of these we actually still qualify for. All four of, or three of us being millennials. Yes, you yeah. are. You can't I'm, get out of I'm it. Gonna All put, right. I'm going to put cable TV on this list. Cable TV is on the list. It's the first one listed. And yes, <laughs> I, I have YouTube TV. That's not cable TV. That's streaming. That's streaming, yeah. Streaming TV. Yeah. Is it? It's streaming. I do not pay for cable. Is and cable like the actual cable? Yeah, it yeah. has to be cable cable. Plugged in. How many people wired. in Gen Z actually understand cable TV? Like the, the difference? I don't know. I, I would say very few. Unless, I mean, they might have grown up with it. In Gen Z? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, we're talking about the very, very last of those. I was going to say millennials were really the cutting the cord yeah. generation. Cable TV, bro? Oh, yeah. You have it? Yeah. For the Cardinals. I'm a no. I'm a no. One out of three. Uh, current old man status, Brad. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to win this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, landlines. You have a landline? I'm a no. 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 My parents have a landline, and they've flirted with getting rid of it multiple times, and I'm like, you cannot get rid of that number. It's been the same one my entire life. Yeah. No, it's yours. My yeah. parents have one as well, and they have a fax machine. What do they do? Well, they have a business. Yeah, but they're like, what if we need to fax somebody? It's like, who? Yourself? <laughs> like, <laughs> What if you need to send a carrier pigeon? It's the same yeah. thing. <laughs> um, print media. Have you ever read an article online and got frustrated later when you were unable to find it again? Many boomers cannot relate. This generation still enjoys tangible news offerings from being able to complete the daily crossword by hand to experiencing a more in-depth and trusted source of information. You get any media in print? I don't think I do. I will print from digital sources that at times, count. but no. we're talking newspapers and magazines. No, I do. Well, actually, while well, my kids do, my kids get Neil, National Geographic and Humpty Dumpty magazines, <laughs> but I do not. Does a does a catalog from a vendor count like a Summit Racing? They send a catalog if you buy a product from them. Do you read it? I always flip through it. It's like it reminds me of being a little kid and making my Christmas list. I don't think that counts. I don't okay. think these count either. I'm going to say we're no's. Yeah. I'm a no. <clears throat> I do get one quarterly thing from Disney. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, right, right. Uh, By print? Yeah, it's a magazine. Oh, okay. It's being part of Disney Vacation Club. Uh, like they send you out a, I think it's, it's either monthly or quarterly. I don't know. But I do look at that. Okay. But that's not really That's not media. Yeah. Uh, greeting cards. For boomers, a happy birthday text simply isn't enough. This generation appreciated the more traditional practice of writing physical cards for their sentimental touch and personal gestures. While these paper cards cost 3 to $6 each and can seriously add up over time, the price is well worth it for boomers. While younger generations opt for an emoji-filled text or social media post, boomers appreciate the offline connection and higher emotional value they believe physical cards offer. Physical cards are a big yes. 
I attach them to my kids' birthday gifts when they go to a birthday party. Does that count? What do you mean? So my son gets invited to a birthday party. We got to take a gift. I'll take a gift with a card or put a, a gift card in a card. Does that count? We're not talking about gift cards. We're talking about greeting yeah, cards. But I'm talking about putting a, a gift card in a greeting card for a gift. We're talking about value investing and valuing the application of a greeting card, a thank you card, a birthday card, a physical hard card, not a digital communication that acknowledges said event. Well, I guess I would say yes mm -hmm. to that then. Yeah. I bought my husband a birthday card today. Today is his birthday. So you're a yes so. too. Uh, I do like greeting cards, but only for more sentimental things. If I'm giving my niece or nephew a card, I'm not, or a, a gift. The only way they're getting a card is if I have to put money or a gift card in it. That's exactly what I'm saying. If yeah. it's if I'm getting them a gift and it's a family party and they're opening presents, I'll just be like, hey, that one's from the fries. Mm -hmm. And they don't need a card. But if it's for, I would actually say the closer I am to the person, save my husband, the closer I am to the person, the less likely I am to get a card. But it, yeah. I know what you mean. I think I'm it can same. convey a sentiment that isn't already mm -hmm. in, yeah. assumed. Yeah. So I would say we're all three S on that. So, Brad, you've got two. Specialty home appliances. While younger generations tend to stick with their $20 coffee maker and hand mixer, boomers often spare no expense in their home and kitchen appliances. This tendency may stem from a commitment to home cooking and entertaining and a desire to possess the ideal cooling tool for each culinary task. Boomers tend to spend hundreds of ela on elaborate espresso machines, specialized bread makers, and efficient food processors, while Gen Zers and Millennials are opting for practical, cost-effective, and versatile appliances. Uh, that's probably because they're growing up in Biden's America. <laughs> yeah. We can't afford it. We can't afford a fancy, elaborate espresso machine. They're going to go to Starbucks and get their $42 latte. Yeah, yeah. here's a soup strainer. Make your coffee. Yeah, the end of that <laughs> says, or they choose to eat out or order delivery, which is crazy expensive. Yes, it is. I think it's that second one more often than yeah. the first one. Do, do you have any, is there any specialty appliance in your home yeah, we that have you a few. Use. Yeah, we have a quesadilla maker that we bust out every now and then. And we have a rice cooker that we use. And we just brought, bought an air fryer. We're joining the new millennium. I feel like an air fryer isn't a specialty cooker. Because it cooks everything. It does it It does it all. Mm. So it, it almost, to me, I mean, it limits the amount that we end up having to fire up the oven yeah. and for smaller things. So I do have an air fryer. We do use it all the time. Any other specialty appliances in your uh, home, bread? We have a bread maker. Do you use it? Yes. Well, Terry does, but we used yeah. to have a bread maker. I love the bread mm -hmm. that comes out of a bread maker. It's so clunky and hard to store. We have an appliance that we use just for toast. A toaster? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a yes on this. That doesn't count. <laughs> it's a specialty appliance. It doesn't though. count. It doesn't count. Does what all the other ones do well, with the rice cooker and the quesadilla we maker, have right? A KitchenAid mixer, but I don't think that. No, that's not. You need a mixer. You need a mixer. Yeah. To mix things. We bought the ice cream. You don't need a quesadilla maker to make a quesadilla. No, you don't, but I love it. And you don't need a rice cooker to cook rice. No, but it's so much easier. Mm. You just have to have the storage. Larger vehicles. While younger generations opt to drive smaller, more cost-effective vehicles, many boomers see vehicles as not only a means of transportation, but also a status symbol. What about you? I drive a big truck. <laughs> this we is an age thing, too, because <clears throat> when I was younger, I only drove little things. Now I have to That's drive That's what they're things. saying, that it is an age thing. Oh, okay. Then, yes, I'm a yes on this. So you drive bigger vehicles now? I have to, yeah. Because? I have three children and we need three-row seating. Yeah, I keep trying to figure out. I'm sorry. We have to leave two of you at home. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't work. 
Uh, yeah, we have a full-size SUV and a minivan, and it is 100% out of practicality. So I would go on that. And in-store shopping, this is, I think, an interesting divider of people. Boomers also shop differently than younger Americans, reflecting the environment they grew up in. Younger people ordering, delivering, car side to go, that type of stuff. You shop in-store? I very much do and prefer it. I would say I shop in-store more than I shop online, yeah. We definitely shop in-store more than we shop online, but my husband does the majority of that shopping. I think we're like in between, which is probably right where we should be. Yeah, on, we're on getting there too. But if I, you know, if, if I see a dress, I want to try it on. I don't want to just order it. You know yeah. what I mean? I, this is, that's not literal. Hypothetically. Yeah. Yeah. As an analogy. <laughs> exactly. And I, I was doing it for you because you're a girl. Uh-huh. And I'm the only one in here, obviously, that wears dresses. <laughs> right. My mom texted me. She said, we don't have a fax machine or a landline. They got rid of both of them? Yeah. Yeah, update. And she said, and they also don't have a lot of appliance. A Mr. Coffee, a Crock-Pot, and an Air Crisper. Well, she is a young whippersnapper. Yeah, she is. You're and older than them. She's listening yeah. to the Annie Fry Show. Oh, they drive very big vehicles, though. Smart lady. Uh, the YouTube live chat poll for today, why is Nikki Haley staying in the race? Well, we have the results for you right now. 7% of you think she can win. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 19% uh, say to collect donor money. 28% of you said Democratic plant, and 46% of you think say she wrongly thinks she can win. So the majority of people voted that she's in it. I, I mean, I would say that she's in it for the right reasons. She's just wrong. 46% okay. of you are saying that. Yeah. So we appreciate you voting today and giving us your thoughts on that issue. We always love to read your feedback as well. So we appreciate you joining in the live chat portion of the show. Stick around. The Mark Reardon Show coming up next. Get more at 971talk.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.